this is Subjective Comedy Podcast with Corey Miller and Brad Scott because what do two guys with a failed podcast need? Another podcast no one will listen to. Maybe if my dad put this much time into his act, Bob and Tom would have had him on. Anyways, here's Subjective Comedy Podcast. This is a public service announcement. Sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, it is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. Ho H to the O V. Welcome to the Subjective Family Podcast. I guess even back then you can call me. I am Brad Scott. Joined. Uh, Indianapolis comedian joined across the table by producer and insurance office guy, Corey Miller. Hello. Technically, I'm more than just an Indianapolis comedian. Technically. Yeah. Uh, now, we want to make an announcement here on the Subjective Comedy Podcast. Fresh off the presses, I am a comedy god in Indianapolis. It all goes through me, assholes. <laughs> I am going to be uh, running, managing, and booking Indy's next comedy staple for the next 35 years. 35. We had 35 years of something. And uh, now we need something new. Mm. One, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, yeah, there's a club. It used to be called Jokers. Uh, it was in... Indianapolis on Meridian Street there downtown. If you know Indianapolis, you know exactly what we're talking about. Where everybody gets shot. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm working now. <laughs> but it was honestly, it was the cracker. It's honestly a good spot because it was the crack. It was the old crackers downtown. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, the, I would go back and forth as to like which was my favorite. You know that downtown or Broderbill because with the Broderbill when it was full, it was like the best atmosphere ever. But downtown only needed half to have that energy, so it was always kind of a uh, a mix. The only thing you didn't like about downtown was that weird, pay, you know, you have to do like the, uh, what's it called? Looking over your shoulder? Well, but what do they call that? The swivel. Oh. Because, yeah, you're like a hallway, and you're just staring at three rows in front of you, and then there's 80 rows on each side. Oh, okay. The yeah. old downtown. Yeah. Now it's set up the stages down there at the end. And if you've been to, honestly, if you've been to Jokers lately, they did a really good job, because when they first took it over, I mean, it was clear that, like, they just put a shitty stage where a good stage used to be <laughs> and they're like we're done and there it is it didn't last they tried again it didn't last i think and then they tried again recently and it hasn't been so we we talk a lot about the indianapolis comedy scene this is true for i think most scenes as well there's like your your normal like your your you're, the club everybody knows the crackers of their of their location. You know the one that's been there forever, where the bigger names that aren't selling out the theaters are going. All right. And then you usually have a, a kind of a, a competing club that's a little di- that they usually market themselves differently than that one. And then you have kind of they're they're con- they're all, like Joker's used to be considered a fake club, you know, because your third tier of booking. In a small market, that's not good. Yeah. You already had one major brand that's taking everything, and then you had 
the secondary brand that was taking what was left, and you were just like, which one of them is about to OD? <laughs> but it's about to change. It is. Uh, I'm going to Theo Epstein this shit. Basically, the the issue with with Indianapolis comedy until the last decade has been mismanagement. Now, I'd say, honestly, probably the closest thing to good management was Jokers. Neil Snyder and John Payne, the two guys that had, you know, been running Jokers over the years, are good guys. Mm-hmm. They just don't have as much of a reach or, you know, a network in comedy. So right. when you don't have it, that's the thing about booking. Like, it's almost like, you know, starting a business. You need collateral. You need to have money to do it. You can't book just your friends. You've got to be able to reach a lot of people and reach a lot of comics. And you got to be able to go you get different types of comics. You know, you can't get just your buddies who are all the same act. Right. So it's tough. It's tough to, like, start booking. I'm lucky enough, though, that over the years, I worked for an abusive boss who would talk down to everyone. And so then I got to be the guy vented to by a lot of comics, you know, who are frustrated with having to deal with that kind of stress. And so we became closer friends. Mm -hmm. It's almost like she created this monster. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, uh, and by the way, I'm also not going to do the thing where I try to, because that was another thing I think Morty's used to do that they got a little bit of a bad rep for, and then I think they stopped. But they used to kind of be known as like the the guys that would poach. Right. Which means, like to me, poaching is like, there were, there were rumors. I, I don't know how much of this is true because comedy rumors are just so, it's so hard to tell. But the owner, Bowers, or one of the owners, Bowers, we've talked about him before, Stromboli. <laughs> uh, he, he was notorious, I guess. And I can't say this is 100% true because I never heard it with my own ears. But this was the rumor going around was that he would be the guy who was like, Hey, I'm uh, I'm uh, Chris Bowers. I'm the uh, gatekeeper of Morty. And uh, I was wondering if you'd like to maybe come work for our club. We'll give you a spaghetti dinner and you'll be able to dance with those strings. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that that can get you in trouble in comedy. That's a big thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, it's almost like taking another pimp's hoe. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't do it. And... Uh, I'm not going to do that. I don't need to. You're not going to be Iceberg Slim? <laughs> I don't need to. The hoes will come to me. <laughs> our, uh, one of our pimps has diabetes, and the other pimp is a crazy clown who's eating souls. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it doesn't bother me. i tell you what the most freeing thing about all this is. I didn't realize that for years I was constantly under a stressful microscope of trying to not say the thing that was going to get me fired from crackers. And then I said seven minutes of the things that got me fired. (laughs) (laughs) I guess technically I got fired before I said those things. Uh, But no, you know what? You know what, Corey? Play happy music. I don't care what it is. Just play happy music. Happy music. happy. All right, hold on. Keep talking. I'll I'll look for something here. Um... Because I think, uh, I think in a way, maybe there's part of me that is stretching this out. Because I thought for sure you would just type in the word happy, go to whatever came up and play. Mm-hmm. But instead you're making me keep going 
I'm looking for the perfect song. Just hold on. Really? Yep. Really? You're looking for the perfect song? Yep. Hey, how much you guys want to bet I can find the perfect song before Corey? I literally just unlocked my phone. Oh! Hey, Corey. Hmm? Does that sound happy to you? I can't find... The song I want, I can't find, surprisingly. Hell, I'll give you Happy Exodus in June. Alright. Anyways, okay. The, the ha Damn it, Corey. Damn it! What? Why? Why what? You could just play a happy song. Why, why do we have to do this song and dance? What was the perfect song, by the way? Please play it now. As soon as I can find it. Ah, God. Like, we're going to crack this all over again. It's because, it's because I'm looking at YouTube and not, not your iTunes like you wanted. Like the audience wanted. Thank you for joining us on the Jeff Ducati Podcast. That's the series. <laughs> it's all over. I hate you. Shut it off. <laughs> I can't shut I it off. Don't even remember why I was happy. <laughs> okay, anyways. Jeff, we're talking about diabetes, crazy clowns, and the jaw opens up, there's spike through his teeth, and there's dead lights floating around. <laughs> Is that me right now? That's the just, show. Just eating your happiness? I don't know, you're eating the show. Um, so, okay, so here's the thing. So I'm not going to be the poacher guy, right? Okay, I'm yes. just going to be, here's, here's how, this is why I think, and I have thought this for a couple of years now, and there's, like, I'm not dumb when it, I'm, okay, I don't know, I'm dumb. I was going to say, I yeah, was no, going to stop dumb. you. I'm dumb, yeah, you're fair, it's very fair, I'm dumb. But I am smart enough to make sure that when I work with people, I'm always the dumbest one. Okay. That's smart. You don't get it, do you? Corey, if I'm working with a group and I'm the dumbest one, what's the scenario? People say, oh, you're so, it's so sad. You're dumb. I get it. You don't get this because you're always the dumbest. <laughs> <laughs> That's why this podcast doesn't work because I fucked up for once. I thought he was smart, people, by the way. He looks like he would be a nerd. But then you get just like, oh, no, he just looks like old Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like if the Force had been bothered by arthritis. <laughs> so with every time he like tries to grab something, it's always a little to the left. That's yeah. Corey. But no, um, the way that we're going to set ourselves apart is we're going to treat our comics, our customers, our staff, everyone that comes into our establishment with respect. We're going to treat them nice. We're going to have a good time. It's a comedy club, right? Right. So I've never understood why there's so much drama. And it's not just crackers. I'm not just shitting on crackers. It's other places too. And by the way, crackers is still a good club, you know? Like, it's just the owner's fucking nuts. Right. The club itself is, is good. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a good showroom, and they have a couple of great comics left. Not many, though. They're like, a lot of people are seeing that it might be going there. And I, I kind of hope it doesn't. I don't mind the competition. Mm -hmm. Bring it, because I feel like we're going to be 100. Like, uh, we're, I, I will say, okay. <laughs> I will say that there may have been a plan in place initially 
to kind of spite and take out Ruth Ann because I thought that's kind of how I had to do it, right? Mm-hmm. And I had said uh, a few years ago that if you take Chris Miller, who we've talked about on this show, he's like one of the most poor people in my comedy career, the, used to be the general manager of Broderpool. If you take him out of that business, it all goes falls apart, right? Like he's like he's like the one little gear that you can't move, and if you take it out, the whole system just collapses. And it kind of did. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's what I realized. So I was like, oh, we don't have to do the plan anymore. Mm-hmm. We can just work. We can just focus and work on being the best comedy club we can, and that's what we're gonna do. Right. We, we honestly have no ill will towards crackers. I personally do, but the club does not. And right. like when I'm working at the club, I'm not gonna be thinking about crackers. No. I'm gonna think about how am I gonna make and you shouldn't be this place the best place I possibly can. Yeah. And one thing we're doing is we're bringing in the best, like the best acts that I'm gonna be able to book, and I feel like they're all solid, quality, amazing acts who just haven't gotten maybe an opportunity. To be introduced to a mainstream audience. And from what I've heard, it looks good. It's, I, I'm excited. People are going to be impressed. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Because they're going to like. Okay. It's going to sound weird, guys. Probably that little spot there. Because we had to do some editing. We had to take a quick break. Uh, we were made aware of something. Did you see it, Corey? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. It's, uh, this is going to be news so, to me as well. So, let me pull it up. I have Tony Foxworthy mm-hmm. just sent me this uh, this screenshot of Google right now. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it comes on the heels of me calling myself a comedy god, that everything goes through me, and following that up by, uh, we want competition. Mm-hmm. We want comp. They say, you want competition? You got competition. Mm-hmm. It's like he, he must have been listening. Helium is coming to Indianapolis. Is that right? That is right. Helium is a national chain. Philadelphia, St. Mm-hmm. Louis. I've heard of it. Yeah. They're going to be opening up a comedy club in Circle Center Mall. Fourth floor, maybe? I didn't even know they had four floors. Mm-hmm. Damn right it does, Buster. Bring it, Helium. We ain't scared. <laughs> you want to war, Helium? You want to go to battle? You want to take on the Don? This is my city. It's my city. It doesn't like me. The city most of the time doesn't like me, and it kind of would rather me be like a stepchild but <laughs> staying at the other parents most of the time. Yeah. Like, stay in Ohio. But it's my city. <laughs> Come on my turf. All I have to say is, I didn't see what in the article, but I do wonder how long it is going to take before it's up and running. Has it already been built? I have no clue. Mm, I don't know. If it hasn't already been built, if it's something they're building... My guess is it would be on the fourth floor. Now, on the fourth floor, they used to have bars up there. That's the same floor as the movie theater is on and the the, uh, arcade. So, but they took, they've got like, they took a couple of those bars out. Now that's like a college. And I don't know what they've got going in on the other, in the other section of the old bar. Because it used to be like four bars all interconnected. You pay one price, you get into all four of them. But like three of them now. Uh, yeah, three of them now are all college. Is a big college, and I don't know what. Like I said, I don't know what they're using the fourth one. I don't. Maybe that's where it's going. 
Uh, I don't know where they would put it otherwise. So, but I don't know. I don't know if that's really a good location, to be honest with you, as a, as a consumer. I think it's Acme in the Mall of America has done very well. But that is kind of the Mall of America, so it's more that's known. Different. Like, yeah, because that's something people go to for, like, oh, let's, we have to go to the comedy club in the Mall of America. Yeah. I don't think people are like, we have to go to the comedy club in the Circle Center Mall. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. They're a national chain, though. Yes. You know what that means? Competition. No, it means they have other clubs they can book people at. Oh yeah, that's what they're gonna do. That's what they see. Here's the thing: they're gonna go out, now. They will probably try to poach. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what's gonna be interesting. First of all, Indie Star. Who wrote this? James Briggs. Oh, and Amy Bartner. Mm. I want to read you. With uh, a little line, you ready? Mm-hmm. With Indianapolis down to one comedy club, at least temporarily, helium sees an opportunity. Does it say the temporarily on there, or did you it add that? It the temporarily. It does. They're probably talking about helium, though. Here's the thing, Corey. Mm-hmm. There's more than one comedy club in Indianapolis. Well, they don't know about this one yet. Hang on, Corey. Have you ever heard of just shutting the fuck up and letting the bit go? Nope. They, they, uh, they see an opportunity. They didn't see Harper's. That's right. The club is named after my adorable 11-year-old daughter who hasn't seen her mom in a lot of years. Bring it, Helium. What's your kid's backstory? (laughs) Here's the thing, guys. What will be interesting is I have had a lot of comedians from Indianapolis um, book shows with me right now. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Um, I'm interested to see how many cancellations I start getting in. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm curious. I couldn't see it in any of the articles. I want to know when. I'm curious as to when they are going to open. Because here's the thing. If, they're, if let's say they're planning on a 20, you know, mid, late 2019. Right. Then we're just going to go into overdrive. And you better match my customer service. And if it comes down to it, what we're—I mean, we're already paying good. If right. they're gonna—and here's the—but if they're gonna bring in, you know, the the acts that I don't even know about. My boss feels like he can just buy shit. Like he—he <laughs> he is not seen to have an issue with money at all. Um, but if if it if it does one of the things, maybe they get out of our bracket or something. That's never been a formula that's worked in Indianapolis. You know. Right. So it's going to be an interesting fight. It's kind of like Rocky and Drago. You think so? Well, yeah, because they're the big corporation, dude. They can cr- they can crush us with money. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what they can't crush us with, Corey? Spirit. Heart. Okay. The heart of a champion. The eye of a tiger. The spleen of an elephant. Keep going. The, the foot of a gopher. The <laughs> foot of a gopher? Penis of a man. That's weird. <laughs> that is, that <laughs> it's is weird. A guy, it's a guy with a, just an all animal, different type of body, and it's a guy's dick. That's right, yeah. That's right. Focus. All right, helium. That's what you want? Huh? That's what you want? You want some of me? You want some of me? You gonna match my service? Huh? You gonna match my my sad, adorable kid backstory? Huh? Huh? You got, you got some weed? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you right now, we ain't going down without a fight. And you know who? You know what they don't have, Corey? What don't they have? You know what they don't have, Corey? 
Corinth. What don't they have? Do you know what they don't have? Uh, heart. Nah, Corey. Sometimes while they're out around looking for the top, we bring in the secret weapon. That's from bottoms up, baby. They don't have bottoms up. They don't have a Josh Springer, Corey. I've got a Josh Springer. He's going to leave me, isn't he? He's going to go <laughs> try to work for Helium. I hate this song. Fuck Josh Springer, that asshole. Like that son of a bitch. How's he going to do this to me? Leave me up hanging. Just he... We got a battle on our hands. I'm mm-hmm. excited, actually. I like this. This is like going to be like the Monday Night Wars. Yeah. Who's uh, Who gets to be WCW? Oh, I, fuck. I guess, unfortunately, we'd have to. <laughs> but, then, but, then, but then we'd be the NWO. <gasps> I might have the biggest gun of all. Hey, Helium. What you running over there? Huh? You running over there on a horsepower? Gasoline power? You know what we're running on? This seems like it has to be intentional, but I swear to God it's not. I, I, ah, we can't even get talking shit. We're going to go out of business. <laughs> Don't Just join the GoFundMe for Harper's <laughs> grand opening and benefit all on the same day. Really, Corey? What? You, you said- didn't hear what I was saying. What are you over there running I was, on? I was, Helium, horsepower. You over there running on gasoline power, and you were like, "Oh, he obviously wants to hear the 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 New World Order." Uh, you know. Well, you said you were you guys were going to be the NWO, so I had to play your song. <sighs> no, I said they had. I said WCW at least had the NWO. Uh, and what I was getting at, I still can't believe you still haven't figured it out. Well, maybe, we've already covered the fact that I'm not that bright. If, it's, if I'm talking about horsepower, gasoline power, nah, Harper's runs on diesel power. That's a bit more obscure. How great it would have been if I was like, uh, we got over there, horsepower, helium, gasoline power, Harper's runs on Vinny Vegas power. <laughs> now I get, Now I get it. Holy fuck, dude. How did this literally go from, like, the greatest day of my life to the most stressful time ever? Yeah, it's because uh, I figured out how to play music on here. <sighs> Change the course of history. Mm-hmm. They were going to move into um, Nashville. No. Nope. Corey had to play music. Now yeah. they're here. Yeah. All happens. right, guys. Uh, we're going to need you. We're going to need you strong. We're going to need you supporting Harper's. Because remember, her dad doesn't want to be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> no shirts you can be found at bradscottcomedy.com no they can't or not you can go to ebay Brad there, Scott Comedy. well i'm sure there's a link on bradscottcomedy.com there's not mm, so, somebody's they're individual you have to list them individually you can't list just list, like you have to list a medium as one listing uh, we're all gonna lose our jobs Corey. it's all over i think i just lost mine subjective comedy's over Showdown's going to be over. WrestleMania will be next. Mm-hmm. 
What's the over-under on Sergio going to helium? <laughs> Seriously. And you know what, though? You know what, though? I'm, I'm going to do this now, and I'm going to do it. I'll do it in, like, a Facebook post as well. Any Indianapolis comedian that feels it's in their better interest to go to helium or get into helium more than it is Harper's. There will be, never be hard feelings or ill will. We all need to look after our own careers. And we all, at the end of the day, you have to do what you think is best for you. Okay? Mm-hmm. I get that. I'm a comic. Mm-hmm. So there'll never be any ill will. You'll still be welcome at the open mic. You'll still be welcome to come in and watch shows if you pay for a ticket. Uh, we don't do free tickets, by the way. Mm-hmm. Harper's is not doing, like, their $15 tickets. You can pay 15 bucks. It's a good show. Mm-hmm. Go watch it. There's no free tickets. I can't, unless you can provide value, you're on the news. Mm-hmm. Ray Cordoposi. <laughs> <laughs> Come on out, Ray. I'll live tweet you again. That's my buddy. Anyways, not my really my buddy. He doesn't know who I am. No. He 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 remembered me one day because I was live tweeting the Fox 59 AM. Yeah. And I was making fun of him and the weather guy and everything. Yeah. But anyways. Did he ever t- did he tweet you back or just? Oh yeah, dude. He was retweeting the shit. He was cracking up. I like that guy, by the way. Like I've I haven't really met him. I'm, I think I may have met him a couple of times, but like I haven't like been around him. But right. just from seeing him on TV, he just looks. For one, he always looks stoned. I know he <laughs> he obviously isn't, but he always looks because he's just always laughing and fucking like kind of like his it's like your kid, you know, his like legs almost hang off that couch. You're like, but you're six eight. How does that even <laughs> possible? His feet aren't touching the ground. Yeah, like, swinging like, back but, but he's six eight, <laughs> and it's not a six like you know six eleven couch. Yeah. So, yeah, any Indianapolis comedian that wants to go try their luck at Helium, good luck to you. You know, it's a franchise. I can't can't compete with booking you in another state. Or can I, Corey? Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Anyways, uh, like I said, if if y'all are sick of uh, executive producers trying to be all on the shows, dancing... Come to Harper's. <laughs> and you know what? Hmm? I think there's actually only one way we can we can go out of this week's episode. Because I think that's the episode. What? You don't want to... I, I got to go... You, don't, you, want, you don't want to wrap up the, your your segment from uh, the last couple episodes? The top comics? Okay. Maybe. <laughs> you forgot, didn't we'll you? We'll see where they lie. <laughs> we'll wait. We'll wait till next week. We'll wait for six months. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and finish. It. All right. Oh fuck! I don't remember who's left. <laughs> That's why you probably should have gone in some kind we of. We already talked about Ryan McManus. That name sounds familiar. I think uh, so. Yeah, I wish we wouldn't have. Uh, <laughs> God. Huh. Yeah, we'll do it next week so I can figure out who I got to talk about. Okay. Anyways, there's only one song we can call with, Corey. All right, there's only one song. Let's do it. I have to find it all the way again because you were an asshole and brought up a... Like, why wouldn't you just let me end it there? So, anyways. What's that song called? I don't know. Okay, I, yeah, I know. Interlude by Jay-Z. <laughs> Folks, I hate him. I don't. I don't know why he keeps showing up. This has been the Subjective Comedy Podcast. Helium, you want some? Come get some. We're right here. We ain't going nowhere. <laughs>